0: you like love? Are you a night owl? Then late night love is a place for you. Since life is negative enough, here we discuss everything love. What we love, who we love, and why we love. So join us on... And welcome everybody to another
1: trip down... The stream of consciousness <laughs> that is late night love. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight for I've... another Sunday Night of Mayhem. You always forget that. I thought my brain would be back
0: this week now that everything is settled down in my life. But I guess not. Not yet, anyway. Maybe I should actually, you know, write it down. That might practice
1: actually. it a couple times. Why don't you? you? Know, I
0: practice it a lot. But apparently when I turned. the to- <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what the heck happens. I, <laughs> well, you never know what's gonna happen here because quite frankly, we never know what's gonna happen here. And I think that's actually a good intro into our opening topic. There's a lot of uh emotion flying around in the country today, and maybe even the world. And you know, whether you're happy without results or if you're you know upset still unsure about what the future holds I think it's time for all of us to take a moment and take stock and you know there's a lot of healing that needs to be done not just in society amongst ourselves and so we have to be the change we want, we have to manifest that that change we want from ourselves you know our communities are divided and we can only fix that by fixing ourselves, by holding ourselves to the standards that we want other people to live by. And I think it's, you know, be happy, be sad, but, you know, today is not much different than yesterday, and tomorrow will not be that much different than today until we start putting the work in on ourselves and making ourselves better human beings and making our lives more full of love rather than full of something else you're only gonna put get back from life what you put out and so it's time for all of us to you know stop pointing fingers and stand in the mirror and take a good hard look at where we want to be better as human beings as people that's how we can make you know not just our communities better, but our families and ourselves. And Every journey starts with a first step and you know, no one can take that first step for you but you. And if we all want to be have a better, more kind, more compassionate, more loving world, we all have to become more kind, compassionate, and loving. There's no way around it. Other people can't do it for you. And so I think we all have to take stock, regardless of where you are, how much you do, or don't care about what's going on, you know, the future of the world is in your, your heart, it's in your control, but you can only control what you can control, and the only person you can control is yourself, and so I think it would be, A wise idea for us to spend this holiday season, especially with Thanksgiving coming up, and many of us won't be able to be with our families, you know, it's a good time to spend that time at reflecting on what's really important in our lives, what's really important in our communities, what's really important in our hearts. At the end of the day, what is it that you miss? You miss that connection with your family. I think that's what we all miss. And that's kind of what we have to consider. So be kind to yourself and to your neighbors. Make the world a better place. Starts with you. So what about you this week, Lubby? I know it was been a stressful last 11 months and now it's kind of over
1: well it's not quite over the votes aren't all tallied yet you know we're still getting results back so but it's good news you know it's good news
0: yeah, well, i was trying it, to stay away from the particulars but <laughs> <laughs> trying to stay out sorry. of the politics
1: sorry trying to say well i uh, I, I can't help it i'm proud of and there I said it. And I don't care.
0: Our results it, aren't that good.
1: Results are better than they have. Never mind. I'm not going to get political. You said not to get political. I'm sorry. But um, uh, no, I have you back I already. You know, you, you've been gone. You've been very, very focused. You've been... Um, distracted and you're just more relaxed and you're a little more here and uh it's it's good to see you and and you're 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 not um you're i can't say please you like the results but you're not um despondent you're not you're you're realistic on your goals
0: well i think you know, we, we had, we managed our expectations properly. We never, we kind of took our own lessons to heart, manage your expectations, but do the work, be prepared if something, if things should happen to fall your way. And we did much better in some areas than we could have actually ever realistically expected. Yes. I mean, ultimately very we we probably did a little bit better than all things considered that, than we would have, otherwise but I mean we're way off our floor so that's nice Yeah, we're right smack dab in the middle of what I thought our realistic floor and if we had done everything right and had a lot of stuff go our way what our ceiling is we're quite literally right smack dab in the middle Ah. given the nature of this particular place we was never going to actually fully succeed but we did not fail no. and I think managing your expectations there's a lot of people who would have been disappointed but we're not disappointed we're looking around we're looking to say hey there's some good results here we did good work and we did it all staying positive looking forward we we tried True we parent. we really tried to practice what we preach not just politically philosophically
1: philosophically yes we uh, carried over it carries over into everything you do
0: it's not just here it's the same mindset we have here we carried over there and and it had some success heck we're i don't want to see what was it i could figure out how much the 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 amount of money the difference it was literally between how much money we raised and how much money they raised the difference was literally six hundred and thirty thousand dollars shazam so you know we were never
1: we were never even close (laughs) that's what he talked about we could
0: suck all of our donors dry and never have that kind of money but that's not the point the point is we put something positive out into our community and our community responded despite the fact that it was a long shot and i think that is the lesson is manifest what you want manifest the community that you want manifest the type of culture you you want it comes from you okay so let's get off of that i think everybody's having enough of that these days so which one we got follow up Realistic relationship goals. Okay, let's talk relationships. Realistic yes. relationship goals, my love. What you got? Do you got something for that one? I think you had something you wanted to talk about on that.
1: Well, that that one comes from one of my daughters and who is my only single daughter. And she felt that honesty and openness, she feels that people are not as open as they used to be they aren't as forthcoming because they're afraid of being judged
0: yeah i don't know if it's necessarily more than it used to be i think it's always been that way um i think we maybe we have an expectation now of more openness simply because so much of life is kind of out in the open it's easy to see social media and makes you utilize so much well, gives the appearance that a lot of your life is in the open let me be clear and so that becomes an expectation but i don't necessarily know if relationships are any more open now than they were it's always discussions of you know how open are you how open do you want to be which parts of yourself do you reveal and when so you don't you know, when are you comfortable revealing talking about certain things it's a it's a difficult It's a difficult concept but living openly and honestly is in the long run it's much much easier than than the difference but it can be scary
1: yeah you're really laying yourself out there yeah you make yourself very vulnerable
0: but at the same time you find the person that's meant for you you find the person who you can relate to you find the person who accepts you for you you can never do that. If you can't tell them about you now, I so, get
1: uh, a little catch 22. It, there. It's, yes. It's,
0: it's you know, you can't filter out, you know, part of the dating or is you're trying to filter out the people who you're not compatible with. Well, you can't find out unless you <laughs> talk to them about these difficult subjects, but yet you've been judged so much in your life over these things that you're reluctant to have that discussion. And it becomes, that's how people end up in in a closet for 30, 40 years. Because they're simply afraid to have a full discussion about themselves. And, you know, there's no simple answer. You know, just like most of, you know, life and love and relationships, there's no simple answer. And there's no clear answer.
1: I know, even for me sometimes, as, as accepting and as loving and as kind as you are, i when it sometimes when i need to tell you something i get even i get afraid that you know you're gonna judge me or you're gonna be angry or and i have to talk myself through it now come on christina yeah
0: well welcome to my world of anxiety sore. even good things i really (laughs) like to to tell you you can't even explain it like someone asked me to to do a, a, a podcast video cast show for on Wednesdays and Saturday on Friday nights.
1: Shut up. Yeah.
0: Friday to, to develop one. It go would go on before Nicholas and then Nicholas follows me. Um so we're starting to that kind of thing. Sweet. But that even my instinct was to not express it. Why wouldn't I? There's literally not a single logical reason to sit there and come talk to you. But it's good news. Why wouldn't I talk to you about it? But yet there's part of me that doesn't want to. Because uh-huh. I'm afraid of a satellite falling on my head. That's the excuse. I, that's what I call whenever I can't think of, when I don't have a real fear, when there's it's just a indescribable something. I call it a satellite uh-huh. falling on my head. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because... Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing, it's because it's something so I can put it to the side. Okay, it's a satellite. Well, that's stupid. And you stick it aside and you can move on.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: So I, So it's not like I'm actually afraid of a satellite falling on my head. I just use it as a as a mental trick to put a label on it and so I can move on. Otherwise, you've got this ill-defined fear and it just sits there because you can't do anything with it because you can't explain it to yourself so once i can explain it to myself even if i know my answer is nonsense because i made it up it's a mental trick and it's how i have to get through you know but that's people with anxiety disorders you know if it made sense it wouldn't be called a disorder and (laughs) (laughs) and so that's kind of how i get through these things and sometimes it takes a couple days you know now if it was i know
1: i've heard i've heard I've heard you say, I'm uh, talking on the phone about this, but you never mentioned anything to me. You just have right now.
0: Well, I mentioned it to you on the right, ride home earlier.
1: Did, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yes, we did. I did on the car. Where was I? And you were in the car on the way home.
1: Well, I didn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> okay. You said something about, no, I don't remember anything. Anyway. God, where was I? It okay, anyway, anyway, matter. anyway. It, it, anyway.
0: And, and it wasn't a full discussion. It was just said, it was kind of said, yeah, here this thing I'm working on. and But that's the whole point. It, it's most, And some of that I just kind of forget. But the reason I get slipped into the back of my head is that's why.
1: Right, right right, right, right. the anxiety The anxiety
0: yes. kicks it to the back to of your head, head so you don't have yes. to deal with it
1: i don't have to deal with
0: it
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm always the last to know everything and it doesn't sometimes i'm like hey man how you, come what the hell you're
0: not the last to know everything you just notice the stuff that you're last
1: at <laughs>
0: ah. <laughs> i tell you most of the stuff and i've told you if it if if disorders made any sense, they wouldn't be called disorders because right. it, it makes no sense to me. Oh, what the, the, But it is what it is.
1: I don't take it personally for heaven's sakes.
0: No. And I've got a lot on my head still. It's less stress because it's, you know, now I'm representing myself again. And so that's nice. It's a heavy burden to be representing other people. I, mean, I still have to do it. Somewhat, but it's a little different. Uh-huh. General populace, other than people who actually asked, came here. So, anyway, so relationship goals we got off track.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so openness, honesty,
0: but are those relationship goals, or is that just what you want in a relationship?
1: That's what I want out of my relationship. Well, I think they're goals.
0: But it's, well, is that just goals or is that just something you look for in a partner? I mean, our relationship goals, I'm just trying to figure out what, what we're defining goals as.
1: Is it you're, that you're going to uh, material things or are you, you want to oh. travel together? Do you want to make a difference in your community i mean you you have to
0: spiritual enlightenment uh, spiritual
1: uh, enlightenment but
0: or or is it that you want to have maybe your relationship goals is we you know we want to make sure that we are continually working on making our relationship better and we're going to judge that by how see i don't know when i formalize these things i start thinking of like scorecards. So if you're gonna have a relationship, goals means you gotta have it like a chart, and then you gotta have things. It's like, ah no, I don't want to do that in a relationship. I just want to continue. You gotta
1: have a chart and analyze and, and
0: analyze it. And, and how are we? Are we achieving our goals? And I just want to say, is my relationship better today than it was a year ago? Yes or no? Yes, great, we're fine. No, okay, what happened? Okay, we were sick for six months, and then, and then something else happened. It was just ah, it's a rough year, and you move on. That's that's what I want to be able to do. Uh-huh. That's what I kind of do in a really, I and mean, you just you get back to work. I don't know. If, is that a goal? I suppose it's a goal, in a way. Just I just don't understand. Now I suppose maybe we want to retire and become snowbirds, and you want to travel around the country, staying in the warm areas of town. You know, staying in the in the Stayed in the South in the winter and the North in the summer, you know, that kind of thing, you know, maybe that's the kind of, right. thing. Maybe that's a relationship goal. Uh, that kind of, or you want to travel the world. You want to go on missions. If you're more religious, It's you
1: want to have a big family or you, or you want to have no children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I you mean,
0: two type A's or do you want to have a traditional family? Did you want to have something new and something different? Yeah. I have the, maybe that's your relationship goals. Is it, is it a quasi open relationship or is it more traditional? Is it, is it traditional roles inside the relationship or is it completely reversed? And, and she wants uh-huh. to go have a career and have the, and have her husband who will stay home and, and raise the family and take care of the household and manage all the other stuff. So she didn't have to think about it is, you know, there's nothing, It's
1: so individual.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with any of these goals. None of those are bad goals. It's just if they're right for you. And uh, that's the whole thing about relationship goals is you find, again, you're finding that filter. You're going through that filter where you're finding the person who you can be compatible with as long as you can't possibly can. I think that's your goal of any relationships.
1: Shared interests helps. But yes, goals that you want to work towards. Retirement Mm -hmm. is a big one Mm -hmm. that a lot of people focus on.
0: Stability, relationship stability.
1: Relationship stability is, I would say, is my main goal. So,
0: but I don't know. I don't
1: like upheavals.
0: I, I just, I, I suppose it depends how you define goals. Your relationship goals will be unique for your relationship. So don't go say, hey, well, these people had that goal, so it'll be that's what we should do. No, no, No. maybe it should. Maybe you should. But my guess is no, you'll define your own, make your make your relationship and your goals of it what yours are. I think that's your uh kind of the goal of what you want to do for relationships. Okay, here's one. If the house were on fire, what items would you save?
1: Well, now this is the caveat. When I picked this off the internet, this was this also said: all the people are out of the house, all the pets, and you have one more chance to go in and grab something safely. Well, I ain't going the hell back in. I'm grabbing photographs. You just,
0: you just not no. I'm out. I'm out. I ain't going back inside to a burning house to save a Jack jackdilly squat unless it's breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I will go in through an inferno to save somebody's life, maybe even to save a pet's life, but I ain't going in there to save a goddamn thing.
1: <laughs> Photographs can't be replaced.
0: Don't care. <laughs> Life's tough. I'll remember. I got a brain for something. I'm not, <laughs> there's no way in hell I am running back into a bird. I would never be a firefighter. I'll go in and try and save somebody. I'll do it because I'm stupid enough. But there's no way in hell I'm running back in to save anything that I didn't get out on my last trip out. <laughs> Just, that's it flaws, but flaws. It's, like, it's gone. I've had to start over before. I'm starting over again. <laughs>
1: just stuff it is it's just stuff I
0: still have skin that's the skin is more important than whatever the hell I might have laying around the house there's no way the hell I'm going back in so anybody's out there watching or leave us a, a message you can go to uh, love at late night us you can send me a tweet at jazz rack or you can go to our anchor fm slash late night love and leave us a voice message and tell us what would you say if you had the opportunity to go back in on a fire I think that might be it. Or leave us a comment if you're
1: Yes, if you're listening.
0: Yeah, I think that might be an interesting thing to do to see what you might say. Yeah. See if say, I'm very I'm I'm
1: very, very interested.
0: I'm saving my skin. That's what the hell I'm saving. I'm saving my <laughs> Yeah, I ain't getting burnt to a crisp. I, mean, I hate snow, but I ain't melting. That's <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. Okay, so we did the future. Oh man, do we ever discuss? Do we discuss what is cheating last week? I think we did.
1: No, we didn't. Well, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, it, it it all depends. Well, we discussed emotional cheating and physical cheating, and the the difference, and that it's very hard to recover when you have a a betrayal of both of those at the same time
0: yeah it's it's one of the other one is hard enough to recover from recovering from both well it's because if you've done both if you did both then you've chosen a different path
1: you've chosen another relationship
0: yeah it's what you've actually done
1: Uh,
0: so let's see okay we'll just kind of go through some of these
1: I got one. All right. What you got over there? Do you think confessions make a relationship stronger? Right, some, pe- some people really believe in this.
0: It depends what the hell you're confessing. Again, confessions imply by the very nature of the term, you did something wrong. Well, yeah. But what if, you didn't do anything wrong. What the hell are you confessing? What a if mass you've a, murder or something?
1: No, that you're confessing mistakes you've made in past relationships. You want to reveal, I guess, that part of you. You want that person to know. For some reason, it feels imperative that you know this about me, that I did this. And that I learned, and this is what I learned. And
0: that's all BM. BM? Before me. I don't care.
1: <laughs> BM.
0: <laughs> that's all BM, it's before me, man. It, 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 it's, I don't know.
1: You've you very patiently listened to my <laughs> to my confessions. <laughs> at first. Then you, then you, your, your, your comments, uh, got thinner and thinner. It's just like you don't care.
0: <laughs> well, in a way, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't care, but I don't care. <laughs> i mean, you're confessing something. But it's not like a crime or it it wasn't me. or Why are you telling me? It's like saying, you know, that one time I stole a pin from work.
1: What the hell do I care? I
0: don't care if you stole a pin from work when you were 19.
1: It feels (laughs) like there's a lot of gravity to it. We're letting you know things about us as a person.
0: Well, we're letting you know what's sitting on your guilty conscience is really all you're letting us know.
1: Well, that too.
0: So, is it for us or is it for you?
1: That's a good question.
0: Are you confessing to me or are you confessing to yourself so you feel lighter so you don't have to carry it around? That you now, if you finally found someone who you feel you can trust with this kind of information, so you now feel that you can confess it like you're going to a confessional with the church. And you can be able to get this weight off your shoulders.
1: Well, there is a point too where it's you. Uh, I wondered if I'm if I'm saying, you know, am I good enough? Do you still love me? I did this and this. Do you still love me?
0: So it's and, uh, a relationship test, is it? No, but it, it, it's. It's probably more complicated than we can do justice here. I'm too, not a and We're not professionals. I'm not a no, psychologist. No. And each person who does this probably has the, the exact formula. It's probably not the same for everybody. Right. But, yeah, there's some psychological issues down there. I'm dealt with issues, some guilt. Uh, maybe, you know, you've been rejected before, and so you... Saying, "Well, well, you're well, What about this? Uh, you know, you're expecting to be rejected. It's essentially it's a test. It's a love test. Maybe not not intentional. I'm not saying it's an intentional love test. I'm not saying someone's plotting to test it, but psychologically, it's subconsciously they're they're trying to trying to see what it takes to get rejected because that's what they're expecting.
1: That's what they're expecting. Yeah.
0: And so they're saying, well, I'm going to sabotage my relationship." Because, well, it's going to happen anyway. And that's just dealing with past trauma. So, so if you feel the need to confess something that's not a crime, that there's nothing you're not relating to, I mean, maybe it's time for you to figure out what the actual need is. Uh. Maybe there's some work to be done. For yourself, and not that your partner would mind. Like I don't mind when you confess. I tease you about it, but I don't mind listening. (laughs) We do tease, but we tease about everything. We tease about everything. So, but it's not like I mind listening. I just don't understand why you're calling it a confession. It's like I'm your priest or something. You you didn't do it to me. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You're just perplexed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just perplexed. That's all it really is. I I don't understand. And speaking of perplexing, we're going to take a short commercial break. And we're back. All right. And so, yeah, we're talking about being perplexed. And I am perplexed at what next topic we should be taking. So how about this? Can you avoid flirting with someone? who flirts with you now
1: can, can i avoid it of course I'm, i can avoid it
0: well here's the thing i'm not entirely sure i can avoid it but at the same time i'm not sure i know
1: <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never know i found a picture of when we went to that meeting Ah, was it two years ago? I'm not sure. Two years ago, now, it yeah, had, yeah. with you and that lady who was flirting with you, and you were completely oblivious. I'm always oblivious.
0: So here's the question: Do I accidentally flirt back?
1: You do sometimes. I've watched you, but you, but I don't think you're actually flirting. You're just being friendly
0: yeah well because you you have to to be aware to be flirting you have to (laughs) be aware yeah you have to be aware (laughs) you have to be aware to be flirting so i'm not aware maybe i pick up subconsciously on signals and and react and and, you know people are nice to me i'm nice to them and it kind of you know maybe there's a escalation thing there i don't know i have no idea i'm confused i'm surprised i have children to be honest it's that bad but
1: She's touching her hair. She's hanging on your every word. She's giggling. I'm an what interesting guy and I'm funny. You, what, what? Oh, God. No, no, no. If we're hanging on every word, we're interested in you.
0: And I have great hair. Everybody
1: likes my hair. Well, oh, that's true.
0: So I'm you know, just saying, if you've got great hair like this, you get to, you know, all kinds of attention. Just pointing that out. okay so who's off limits to date after a breakup there my love
1: well anybody in their family uh i believe you stated at best um first circle and maybe even your second circle i mean that's but but um that's just to me is is common sense you walk away from somebody's family you just don't do that
0: yeah don't don't buff you You know her brother or his brother well her brother i suppose it could be either one don't <laughs> don't
1: buff their brother right yeah don't right. bother their brother which no matter
0: what sex you are you don't should buff probably
1: their stay away from their cousin too and their mother yeah don't, don't play with their mom oh my god <laughs>
0: And they're best friends. That's, you know, the bridesmaids. Stay away from the bridesmaids, yeah, I suppose.
1: You know, but it, it's, it, it can be hard. It can be hard, you know, when you feel a spark with someone to walk away from that. I understand.
0: Now, I also just maybe this time, if it was a longer relationship, what if you were dating for three months versus what if you're dating for like two years? hmm is there a difference because you're dating for like three months and then you end up six months later you end up completely unrelated dating someone's best friend
1: you run into the i would say i would still stay away from the best friend but if you run into you know within their circle of friends you know i think that's i think that's open for for dating so they you know it's kind of wishy-washy you know, Well, i think part of it when is, it comes to the to the time period it depends on how long you've been together
0: how long how big the, deep the relationship was how much trauma maybe there was in the in, in, in the
1: breakup in the breakup
0: if it was a, a short was thing, bad
1: breakup yeah
0: if it was a short thing and eh, we're just not meant for each other maybe it's perfectly fine to go part, part friends to, to go date their best friend because they're not going to be mine because there's no real emotion left it was just didn't work out and you know it's perfectly fine if you go have your best friend go out and be best friend or somebody
1: well should you ask check in hey or that's was, his best, would friend's, that be, job. That's his best well, friend's job from
0: a man's i don't know about how, how it works with women but from a from a man's perspective that's his man's friend hey you know me and we're thinking about going on a date. Do you, would you mind? And, and most men said, no, go ahead. Unless there's been some issue. Yeah, if there's some issue, he, they'll say something like, she was a real...
1: Such and such.
0: Such and such, and, and that kind of thing. Be careful. Yeah, that, right. that, that type of thing. Which may or may not be true, but then there's still emotion attached to it you may <laughs> want to consider. But, <laughs> at least for men, it's, that's, you, you just go and you, you ask. You kind of end up and go ask. I don't know about women. What do women do in this kind of thing?
1: No, that's up to him. You know, and what if if, if so, it was our girls? Oh, if, oh, if it, your if best it friend wanted if your best
0: friend, friend wanted to go date someone you dated for three months,
1: she'd have to. Yeah, we we go and check in. We go and check in. You know, hey, get well. Actually. I would do it after the fact. Guess who I ran into? We had well, yeah. a great time. Yeah, hey, we
0: I bumped and into this, such and such at the other thing. We kind of hung out for a couple hours. We want to go on another date. Do you think
1: you'd mind? Right. Yeah. yeah. Are you okay with that? You know, are we all good? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. We would do that.
0: Yeah. So I think maybe the solution to this thing is how important it. You know, is it, who's off limits is one. If you feel the need to sneak around, you should probably be careful because you know.
1: If you're sneaking around, you're feeling guilty about something. <laughs> you're
0: feeling guilty about something. You're violating something amongst yourself. And so you should probably be more careful. But otherwise, it's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. So be kind, compassionate. And you know, if you wouldn't mind, then maybe you know it's okay to think about it. But be careful. Walk carefully. You know, be kind to the people you care about. Because why would you be any different? You care about them. Yes. Yeah. You now, true love is true love. And it can be messy sometimes. And sometimes you do have to throw caution to the wind. But be kind. That's really all I can have to mention on that one. Is just try to be kind. Oh God, we just did past relationship with the thing. So let's not do that one. Uh, So why do people grow apart? And where does the love go? This is going to be an interesting discussion. So. I
1: think. Where does the love go? Some, you know, you just, you grow apart. Well, what? You know, but. But that doesn't mean, I mean, where's the affection for that person?
0: Well, one, let's not, maybe it wasn't love to begin with. Maybe it was lust, infatuation, the need for something different. You were feeling some psychological need to get out of where you were, and that was your opportunity. Maybe it wasn't really love. Uh, Maybe it was something else. And you called it love because it made you accept the things that you otherwise wouldn't accept so you could achieve whatever psychological goal, subconscious psychological goal you were after. The human mind is a strange, strange thing, and we do things for strange reasons, especially if you're not connected to yourself very carefully. Even if you are someone who spends time examining themselves, you can still get lost. You still make subconscious decisions that you realize, you know, two days later, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) And you've got to go work through it because you've done something that doesn't make sense to you and you did it for a reason. So you got to work it out. And I think the same thing, you know, so maybe sometimes if you lose love, especially quickly, you know, maybe it wasn't really love. Maybe it was, some combination of something else excitement need fulfillment of some hole some for human attachment maybe it just been simple the need for human attachment and that person filled that need for a while and then they no longer do and so it wasn't really love it was fulfillment it wasn't love And so maybe that's, and so where does love go? It may never have been there. Now, there's other cases where longer-term relationships when, you know, there clearly was love there because it wouldn't have lasted 20 years or 10 years without some love, foundation holding the glue together. But you grew apart as people. And your wants, needs, desires, goals, all the various things however you want to call it as we I think all those are crass descriptions for kind of the human way we look forward the human perspective the way we view our lives but as we grow and we change we evolve we experience and somebody else grows and changes and evolves and experiences things and sometimes you end up in vastly different places and you're not sure how you got there you know wait a minute 10 years ago our relationship was working fine and now it's not and now we've lost that same love what happened to those bonds of connection it, you know you got too far apart but why why did you grow apart i don't know i don't know if there's a good answer and i've had that happen a couple times so you know a bit
1: yeah,
0: it's full of I. So you know, sometimes it says, "Well, all this stuff happened." Yeah, but maybe all that stuff happened because the love was gone.
1: So the love was gone first, and maybe, then
0: the maybe the love was gone. Maybe the love went first, and then the resentment and all yeah, the other stuff, stuff happened. And so it's it's hard to know. But you know, the love used to be there, and then it's gone. Where did it go? Same place it came from.
1: Back to the self.
0: Yeah. Love is a strange beast. It hits us out of left fields, and then it can sometimes go away. But what you can do is you can work hard on yourself to be the best, most kind, compassionate, loving person you can be and let the chips fall where they may. But if you are treating your partner with love, kindness, and compassion, and they treat you with love, kindness, and compassion, you're not going to lose your love. You're just not. (laughs) I mean, so the answer is both of you working at it. And not every, you know, like I said, bad years happen, as we discussed earlier, but long term. Both of you have to be working at being more loving, more compassionate, more kind. Yeah. Because if you do that, love can't go away.
1: Yeah.
0: So what happens is one stops, one gets something happens psychological, who knows? And then the other person stops.
1: And then there's nothing. It takes two.
0: Yeah. yeah. And one person can hold it for a while what you know the love is an amazing thing one person can go through things for years and not be able to contribute not be able to put anything back for who knows work or school or illness psychological issues who knows and one person can fill that but that other person eventually needs to be filled back up they need that love back and if they don't get it their tank runs dry and so you know one one person can only fill that thing so long And so as long as you continue to work, continue to try to be a better human being, to try to make your relationship more loving, more kind, more compassionate, don't let it spiral into the negative where you're always nitpicking at each other. You're always complaining over all the little things. If you're complaining over little things, you need to take a step back and say, in the grand scheme of things, does this actually make a damn bit of difference? Because that mindset of continually criticizing will stick.
1: Becomes a habit.
0: It becomes a habit. And then they, what's the other person? God you just complain about every little damn thing. And
1: really, I've been in situations like that and it's been like, well, what are you doing with me then? You know, why do you want to be with me if you're constantly, you know, irritated and upset with me? If I if I'm so dissatisfied to you, why are you still sticking around? Yeah,
0: and if it's and so if the little things if if it's what you really complain about is the bigger thing, then complain about the big thing. If there's really a big thing that you need to complain about and you're just using little things because you don't want to discuss it, then you're gonna to have to get with yourself and deal with the big thing. Whatever that may be. You're not gonna be able to one men are dumb. We don't know. We don't know what you're thinking, we don't know what you're mad at. It just you know, just so men are dumb. You don't know. We have no clue. We're, we we're,
1: have to draw a sign, I swear.
0: Draw a sign and, and get one of those white gloves, you know, like in the old days.
1: <laughs> slap
0: slap. Slap. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. Hello,
1: here. Sign. Look.
0: I wrote it down for you. You know that's it helps because <laughs> when y'all talk, you get emotional and, and then we start crying and then we start getting thinking about other things and uh, Oh my God. Now it's all crying, And we, for, we miss half of what you're saying because we're worried about other things. Yeah. Anyway, so write it down. It works better. It's because We're, yeah, yeah, we just are. It's just, I don't, I <laughs> didn't make us this, this way, man. <laughs>
1: Really, you guys start getting all and un, all getting, undone when we start crying.
0: It's not, it's not even crying. Just start getting emotional. All you have to do is start getting emotional. It doesn't have to actually be crying. It just has to. Oh, it has has to appear that crying might come at some point, and we start to get flustered. Yes, we have no idea what to do with you. We have.
1: <laughs> well, a hug would be nice. That's all that's required.
0: Yeah, but see, you know, you know, the problem is, is because when we do, men do that, was we don't want the hug. We don't want to see it. So it's just so, it's just so different from what we, from what we're doing, from what we need, what we want.
1: Well, it's not like we can control it. In fact, no, it's, the it's, same. it's you know, it's probably just as irritating to us as it is to you. I get I get so flustered and I get all emotional and I it's like damn it now I need a break before I can get my higher functioning brain to start working again so I can talk.
0: If God exists, He's a sarcastic comedian. Huh? God exists. He's a sarcastic comedian. Yeah. Just just think about it. God exists. I mean, He's planned us this way. (laughs) <laughs> it's because it's more entertaining. I, I don't know, like a soap opera or something like. It is well, true. it's
1: not for sissies.
0: No, no, love is not for sissies. That is for sure. It's, it's, you know, it's a hard thing. It takes a lot of introspection. I think that's what a lot of people in their relationships they forget about is they forget. There are lots of people like to point fingers but the reality is if you're not,
1: I have to look at myself
0: if you're not standing in the mirror pointing fingers then no one's going to listen to you pointing fingers other places if you're not willing to check yourself and monitor yourself at least somewhat close to the way you do other people then you know, you're going to lose credibility and losing credibility in a loving relationship is disastrous no one, yeah, why are you always picking on me? You won't even work on yourself, but you're going to pick on me. Yeah, that's how you lose love, that's how you, you know, grow different, how you grow apart. And that's the type of attitudes that will allow it to happen, help that manifest itself. Yeah, because you know, you're no longer interested in growing yourself you're just interested in criticizing the other person like it's always the other person's fault
1: yeah, yeah. and I it know. may be
0: and and they may very well need to have all these problems but you know the fact is that you know none of us are none of us are mother teresa mother teresa wasn't mother teresa you know, she was a flawed human being just like anybody else and gandhi all the great thinkers all the great spiritual people they're all flawed human beings because human beings are fundamentally flawed we try we work hard becoming better becoming kinder becoming more compassionate and look at the world we all like to think the world is kind of oh it's disastrous it's coming apart at the seams we're also divided maybe maybe not but Open a history book and look 200 years ago and see how the world was. Look 100 years ago and see how the world was. We have a, it's a glorious time to be alive. We now get to choose relationships based upon love, not need. Yes. That's a glorious thing. I think we should be more respectful and honor that journey that humanity has been on Because it wasn't all that long ago where your love partner had more to do with survival than love. Compassion, kindness, it didn't matter if you loved your partner. It didn't matter if your partner could help the, the farm work or could solidify that political agreement or could manage the house. Or could trap well so you didn't have to. So you could manage the house. Whatever all the various brutality. Just uh, of past life. That we know. Things are pretty good. All things considered. And I think it would be. uh, It would be good. For all of us. To be a bit more mindful of how far on this journey of humanity we've come in a relatively short period of time. You know, it wasn't all that long ago where humanity's evolution was painfully slow, hundreds upon hundreds of years to make even the slightest progress in human dignity basic human rights, what we now consider basic human rights. have only existed 50 years, 60 years. Most of humanity, individuals had no rights. Might made right. And now we have sit here and we have the ability to sit here and talk about love as a driving force in our daily lives. We get to actually consider love, kindness, and compassion as a, as a It's a motivating factor in our lives, not just bare survival. That's a glorious thing. We've come so far in society that we can no longer even imagine living lives like we did 100 years ago. It's just so far afield, but yet, realistically, it was so short ago. That you could actually say we were different human beings 100 years ago than we are now. At least those of us in the modern world. There are still areas of the world that are sadly...
1: Unenlightened.
0: Um, not necessarily unenlightened. They know. They just don't have the... To say political will is wrong. They don't have the ability to choose power structures to advance into the modern world yet. But they will come. There comes a tipping point where it speeds up and it can no longer be the forces that hold it at bay, that hold progress at bay. You can only hold progress at bay for so long. Mm. There comes a tipping point. And we're approaching that. That's why the world is in an upheaval. It's the last time we're in this upheaval is when we changed from steam power to electric electric power. And we're kind of in a new era. It's not that we're switching from electric power, but we're switching from a a, a physical based economy. Things were physically done to a knowledge based economy where things happen based upon data. And so it's another shift. And shifts cause upheavals. And upheavals, you know, not just in economies, the, the ripple cultures and, and societies. And your society has to be robust enough to, to deal with the changes. Luckily, and we are. We are robust, energetic, ultimately compassionate people. And I think that will be the saving grace of the shared humanity. Well, wait, let me rephrase The shared humanity will be the saving grace. There we go. There we go. The the shared humanity will be the saving grace of, uh, you know our culture, our society, are where we want to become as human beings. So ultimately, I think everybody wants the world to be a better place. We want our communities to be a better place. We want our families to be better places, to be better people. We want ourselves to become something that's bigger than us, that's more important ourselves we want to manifest something positive into the world and that's what we try to do here and that is going to wrap up our today's show of late night love please visit us visit us at latenightlove.us you can send me a message at twitter on at JazzRack. you can send lobby an email at late latenightlove.us and as always, you can go to anchor.fm slash late night love and leave us a voice message. We would love to hear from you. And from me and Lovey tonight, thank you for joining us on this exciting trip down the stream of consciousness that we call late night love. And please remember to love everybody.